The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Joyce Lehman. She's a national speaker, an author, a connector, and a presenter at TEDxUMKC. She's also a self-proclaimed former wallflower in the world of business networking, and she knows firsthand what it takes to overcome the greatest obstacles that you'll face, the four inches between your ears. Today, we're going to talk about how to step out of your current habits, push your comfort zones, and navigate change to leverage new opportunities that are probably already surrounding you and that you don't even know it. Joyce combines her extensive training and experience in the science of mindset and the art of business connections to provide that one-two punch that you're going to need to take an advantage over your competition. Welcome to the show today, Joyce. Good morning. Good morning. Now, you are the author of a new book. It's actually your second book. It's called Your Connecting Advantage, Success Tactics to Turn Life into One Big Connecting Opportunity. Explain why you wrote the book. The book came as a result of clients and audiences saying, would you please put this into a book? Because whether it would be one-on-one or speaking, doing a keynote or a breakout, whatever that might be, I had stories that I was always telling and, of course, concepts and tactics that I would give. And people wanted their own manual, so to speak, that they could, as they say, can I take you home with me or can I take this back to my sales team or what can I do and I need this? So that's what prompted the book. All right. And you also have another book, uh, one that you wrote previous to that called Just Another Leap. What's that about? Just Another Leap was based on my, actually it came as a result of my TEDx talk. So it's based on all the content that I have been delivering since 2008. And it's all about change and helping people understand the four inches between their ears because that tends to be their greatest obstacle. So that was the first stepping stone. Okay. When you say the four inches between their ears being the greatest obstacle, is it all that stuff that goes on in your mind, the negative self-talk and the, I can't do this or I'm uncomfortable? Talk to me about what you mean when you say the four inches between your ears. The four inches, what I'm referring to is conscious thought, what, we, what we're looking at. Like right now, we're at New Year's. So everybody's mm-hmm. been setting New Year's resolutions and yes, you want a new goal or maybe there's a new client or a new industry that you're looking at going after. So it's the conscious decisions that we make, but then it's also the subconscious, which is in control over 95% of the time. So Mm -hmm. it's the thinking habits that we get into, and it isn't necessarily negative. Sometimes it's just limiting, and you'll talk yourself out of something because you may not think that you have all the skills and resources that you need, or how could I ever do that because I don't have that connection. So I want to stay out of it's not Pollyanna and positive self-talk because sometimes Mm -hmm. people hear I'm a speaker and they think, oh, motivational speaker. Right, right. Yeah, I tend to be very tactical, very action-oriented, and, you know, it's about having a strategy. So it's trying to figure out if it is that new opportunity, then how do you 
how do you push your own comfort zone? Sometimes you need to do that if it's not a typical ask that you would make. Mm-hmm. So that was a great that was a great lead in doing just another leap. Instead of saying change, because everybody talks about change, right. it's comfort zones and it's taking leaps because the mental comfort zones, overcoming those can do wonders in business. Yes. And so I absolutely they can. Uh, confidence has a lot to do with it as well. I mean, something that you're talking about as well. Now, when you talk about your book being about making those connections, from what you just said, you know, there's a lot of books out there on making connections, too, and on networking, uh, and you are tactical in your book. However, you get behind the mindset. In a lot of other books, it seems, it's just, okay, this is the appropriate time to finally give pass along the business card, or this is how to very um, subtly disengage from a conversation that is going nowhere without being rude. You know, you get a lot of those kinds of things in books, but tell us a little bit more about how your book is different. The book is actually the mistakes and the successes that I've made in my own business, mm-hmm. so when I've already gone through it, if I can help somebody shorten the learning curve, part of it starts out, or actually the very beginning starts out, with your brand. It's your personal and professional brand. And that was what I call my $23,000 mistake. When I was starting my business, I had a lot of great people around me who helped me set up websites and a business brand and all of that. But what they forgot to focus on was building the brand of me. And it seems like this is something that people are more aware of now, but it's Mm -hmm. actually, people have been working on it. Google, you know, there was a comment back in 2006, as far as getting your brand intact. Because the thing is, when you throw out networking, and that's the very reason I crossed out networking on Mm -hmm. the front of the book, is you never know when somebody's going to look you up. Right. tend to think about networking at an event, but if you're out and I meet you and we briefly exchange cards, the first thing I'm going to do is go look you up online. And I want to see What's there? Do you have a LinkedIn profile? Mm -hmm. Is it actually filled out? Is there a photo? What other social media platforms are you on? And so part of it is having that brand presence that's out there. Now, the research shows that for companies that over 57% of the decision process has already happened before somebody ever picks up the phone to call you to do business with you. So if that's the case and you don't have an easy way to access you as far as phone number or email isn't readily available or your message about how you can help me isn't clear, you may have lost a potential client, Mm -hmm. a potential referral connection. So that's why I back up. And the very first chapter is all about brand. Mm -hmm. Second is getting your messaging. Right. Yeah, and and let's talk. Let's, let's stay on personal brand for just a minute, and we'll that'll be a nice segue into the messaging, just as your book does. Um, when when people think of personal brand, a lot of times the advice they get or what they hear is, "Oh, you need to write a book and you need to get as many speaking engagements," and that's that's part of it. But you mentioned the LinkedIn, and there there are other things that go into the personal brand that I that you talk about in your book, and you know you have your own personal stories. What are what are some of those things, and um, what what's the first step to take, especially for a busy business owner? Who goes, oh really? I am going to take time away from my business to write a book and go on the speaking circuit. What are, what are some ways other than LinkedIn, even just in their day to day interactions that help create that personal brand, help them get started? Well, I will say the very first thing you need to do is go Google yourself to see what's already out yes. there. Because if it's something that isn't 
if it's something that doesn't fit your brand, then it could cause questions. Mm-hmm. And the other thing to think about, something as simple as photographs. You know, data on that shows it takes one-tenth of a second to make an impression based on a photograph. So even if you're on Facebook and you're not thinking about LinkedIn, it's like what is the photograph out there that's attached to your profile? What's the impression that somebody's going to get? So part of it is having the online piece and then in mentioning impression, it's what is the impression that you leave mm-hmm. with somebody when they meet you. Right. Well, and there are a lot. I'm going to take a deep dive into the weeds here. Very, sure. very um much so. When you talk about Facebook, there is, I talk to business owners and I, I think they're getting more to the point where they're comfortable allowing business relationships uh, or business friends on Facebook, but there's still a lot of them, including myself at times. You just, you know, you meet somebody once and they want to connect with you and from a business standpoint, what is your advice there? Should you allow uh, business associates you don't really know to in on your Facebook life. I'm not talking about LinkedIn. That's definitely business. But Facebook, what's your thoughts on that one? To me, it's how you're going, how do you use your Facebook? So Mm -hmm. how mine is, mine's a little different because I know I've used it to build my brand, to build relationships. I have, it's not bragging because there's a lot of people that have more than I do, but I have over 4,300 friends. Right. So part of it is the messaging that I put out. I have a lot of people that follow me. They want inspiration. They want humor. So I am very aware of what goes on my page. So I'm a little bit more open to having people connect with me. However, I always go out and I look at their profile, Mm -hmm. especially if we don't have any connections in common, because there are a lot of fraudulent profiles out there, which I hate to say that. But if you're somebody who has more of a protected, you know, what you're posting is more personal, then I would truly want to get to know somebody before you connected with them. So it goes back to strategy. How are you using it? But I will tell you that I actually had a client who saw me on Twitter. He saw my posts on Twitter and he started engaging because I was featured in John Maxwell's Minute of the Day. Mm -hmm. And he's a huge John Maxwell fan and had done training. So he followed me on Twitter. Then he friended me on Facebook. So this is one of those connections. We had nobody in common. But when I looked at the photo, it was a picture of he and his daughter. You know, so two things go through your mind. Is it, you know, stalker or is it just a great connection? Right. But to me, I'm all about making great connections, so I did. Then I got an email through my website, and this was the CEO of the organization. Wow. And I ended up doing work for their company. So that goes back to you never know where your connections are going to come from. Right. And if, you know, I've come across people that say, well, I don't use that at all. Well, that's fine, but keep in mind your competition probably does. Somebody you know, probably is, it just be strategic about what you need to do for your business because time is precious. I totally get that. Right. Another uh, thing that you said, well, that was in your bio, actually, that I read was uh, your self-proclaimed wallflower, and you use that in your book. Talk to us about that. Had you met me in 2005 <laughs> at a networking event, I would have been the person standing next to the food table. I would not have come up and approached you. I wouldn't have introduced myself. And it's interesting because back in, you know, in high school, I actually was in music. I, you know, I had the lead in my ninth grade musical of all things. (laughs) But then I get into business. It's a different situation. And I actually talked to a woman last week at a networking event who sings. She's a performer, but she's also in real estate. And she said, I'm very much an introvert. 
even though she's on stage performing, Mm -hmm. she's very much an introvert. So for her to get out to a networking event, she said, it feels weird. It feels awkward to hand out my card. I don't want to sell myself. That's exactly the same thing that I went through. I didn't have the right I didn't have the right information. I didn't know what to do. I thought going to a networking event meant I hand my card and I'm selling somebody, which made me uncomfortable, so it was easier to say nothing. Right. And I run across people that have that same feeling. It's just it's rampant. Yeah, yeah, very uncomfortable, you know. So we're going to end on that note. And when we come back, I want Joyce to tell us what the breakthrough was and how you can accomplish that breakthrough for yourself. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Get ready for an evening exploding with energy as we celebrate Kansas City's entrepreneurial community at the 15th Annual 25 Under 25 Awards Dinner and Gala, February 27th at the Downtown Marriott. Join host Thinking Bigger Business Media and sponsored Catalyst for cocktails, dinner, and entertainment as we recognize the achievements of 25 outstanding Kansas City area small businesses with under 25 employees. Reserve your tickets now at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com. This is why you work so hard to pay the mortgage. Because home is more than four walls and a roof. It's that porch swing on a summer night. It's pajamas with feet and everybody over for Sunday dinner. And that old stuffed chair in the living room you just can't get rid of. This is why you work a second job. This is why you learn to fix things yourself so you can save on repairs. Because home is your place, your memories, your family sleeping in their own beds at night. And that is why we want to help. We are making home affordable, a free government resource that can make paying the mortgage easier. And now even more options are available. Call 888-995-HOPE today. That's 888-995-HOPE. Or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Good night, Mama. This is why. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Yad Council. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're talking here today with Joyce Lehman. She is the author of her second book called Your Connecting Advantage, Success Tactics to Turn Life into one big connecting opportunity. And as she said in the first half of the show, she's crossed out in that subtitle the word networking and replaced it with connecting because the way you approach it, as you said, you were always so, as we ended the last half, you said you're always so uncomfortable uh, at networking events as recently as, you know, about seven years ago because you felt like you had to pass out business card and sell yourself. And that felt icky. But it's really more than that. And that's really how your book is different because it, it takes a different approach to networking networking, connecting, and what are some of the things that you'll find in this book that are different from other books on networking slash connecting? (laughs) Well, one of the things that I talk about, it's networking online and offline or connecting online and offline Mm -hmm. because you do want to go to events. It's really important because you want to have that face-to-face interaction and you want meaningful connections. But it's either strengthening it in an online connection. And we talked about Facebook, LinkedIn. There's lots of different ways that you can do that where it's actually a great, you know, it is a great connection and a great relationship. Some of the things, just so everybody knows, there is actually a chapter on what to do at a networking event and how to pick the right networking event Mm -hmm. so you're not wasting time. Very important, sure. Introverts, extroverts, 
even ambiverts. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what an ambivert was until I came across Dan Pink's assessment. And that's one of the things is he gave me permission to use that assessment in his book. And I found out that I am very much an ambivert. So I love to be out with people, but I recharge by myself. Right. Introverts are going to find that there are tactics that they can use if they're not comfortable walking into a massive Chamber of Commerce event with all of these people. Maybe it's an intimate lunch or maybe it's sweat working, which if you're on the East Coast mm-hmm. or West Coast, you're familiar with the term. Mm-hmm. Kansas City, not everybody's caught up to it It'll yet. Get but, here. <laughs> but we're doing it anyway. Right. Uh-huh. We're out running around. In fact, I found that REI actually has a hiking club that you can join. And it's like, why not? You're going to make great connections doing something mm-hmm. that you love that's more in your comfort zone. Well, because you already have that thing in common, right. and that's the icebreaker. Yes. Yeah. Which helps if somebody's like, I don't want to go sell. That's the biggest thing is get selling, take selling out of the equation. Yes. There is also a chapter that talks about how to make strategic collisions for other people. Yes, serendipity is great, but you can you, you talk about intentional serendipity. Yes, yeah. and that's where it's whether you organize, you're the one organizing an event. There are a couple of folks in Kansas City, I mentioned specifically like Scott Wesley. Mm-hmm. He actually formed a business model around these hunting trips that he takes clients and potential clients on. Right. George Weirich at Rock Creative Group created a business model by taking creative individuals and connecting them to marketing you know, the CMOs within companies. So there's lots of different ways that you can become that connector, which is a huge piece of this. So when you start looking at it's not just a business thing, I think too often people think that networking is strictly business. And when you help other people make connections that are personal, they can help their child, they can do, you know, maybe it's just a resource that they need. That's what's going to help set you apart. Absolutely. The book itself is set up a little bit differently. Yes, it's chapter by chapter, but you have some other pieces, uh, other elements of the book that can be very helpful. You mentioned uh, Daniel Pink. There are some other pretty big names that have lent uh, some advice and some tools to the book. And then you have a section in the back that is called uh, Connecting Hack, Shortcuts, and Reinventing Wheels, which is really fun, too. So tell us about some of the people who have helped contribute to this book that, uh, I mean, it's great you've been able to pull them together. Well, and once again, that's where somebody goes, how on earth did you do that? I made the ask. Mm -hmm. I made the ask, but I was looking at a way to add value. And that goes back to my networking guru and mentor, Bob Berg, who wrote The Go-Giver, because Bob's in the book. And that was one of those things is when I had some sort of strategy, I read his books and then I knew what to do. So Bob's in there. Adam Grant, who wrote Give and Take, his reciprocity assessment's in there. Dory Clark is a thought leader, top 50 women to follow on mm-hmm. Twitter. She's mentioned in there. William Aruda, yeah. branding expert. Jeff Hayden, who's an influencer on LinkedIn. I mean, he's amazing. Jason Gaynard with Mastermind Dinners and Cameron Harold, who is at 1-800-GOT-JUNK. So all of these people have wonderful information. And to me, it goes back to connecting. I'm just connecting my readers to content that I thought added more to what I had written in the book. And then as far as you mentioned the connecting hacks, Mm -hmm. so you want to have the personal relationships, how you can go about helping, because you mentioned people are very, very busy. Yes. So if I have ways that I can shorten, like if I'm going to go research somebody before I meet them, one of my favorite, in fact, it is my favorite hack, is Crystal. 
Crystal. I, now, that's one I haven't heard of. If you go to Crystal Knows, I'm going to spell it. It's C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-K-N-O-W-S dot okay. com. What Crystal has done is if I go to send you an email and the plugin goes into your Gmail account, Crystal goes out and looks at all the posts that you've made online or whatever it can find on you on social media platforms, blog posts, articles, etc., and it will tell me the percentage of accuracy of how I need to communicate empathetically in your voice. Wow. It's going to tell me, and it's going to coach me through the email and say one change, two changes, that's great. Say, hi, Kelly, Kelly, <laughs> you know, dear Kelly, whatever. Don't use that emoticon or use that exclamation mark. But then there's also a plug-in in LinkedIn and Facebook. So if I just need that quick snapshot of it takes, t- you know, your profile might say it takes time to develop relationships or be warm and casual, if I can understand you a little bit better instead of it being about me, mm-hmm. it's going to help that. Yes. So that's just one of the many, 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 many connecting hacks. Actually, I've heard of that. I just didn't know it was called Crystal Nose, but I'd heard about yes. uh, that I kind love of crystal. tool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So w- whenever um, you talk about your company uh, and, and how – you didn't. You were a wallflower, you know, back in two thousand and five, yes. uh, ten, ten years ago. Let's, let's say ten years ago, eleven years ago. Uh, what what were some of the steps? First of all, you've got to get sales out of your mind. But if if there was a takeaway for somebody who feels that way right now, um, obviously you got to get the right networking events lined up. Um, but what would you say to them? What's one of the first things they have to do when they go in in order to start overcoming that icky feeling like you experienced? What, what, what would you tell them to do? First piece of advice. Focus on having a conversation. Yes. You just want to have a conversation. You want to get to know somebody. And don't even talk about business. I mean, there's great questions that you can ask that find out about their family or you know, how long have they been in Kansas City? If it is business, what do they love most about what they do? Mm-hmm. So that's a part of it. When it comes down to mindset, I mentioned your reticular activating system, that mental filter. So as somebody's talking, if you always think about how can I add value, if they happen to mention, mention oh, I need a connection to or I'm looking for this particular resource, then can you be the one to make the connection for them? Mm-hmm. So take it off of you and just, how can you have a conversation? That is one of the most important things. Yeah, con- conversation, that is so key because that relaxes people. It disarms people. They don't, because a lot of times other people come to networking events expecting to be sold. And so you're sitting there going, oh, I don't want to sell, but that's what this is supposed to be about. And you're encountering people who are going, you know, that's that salesperson that follows you around in the aisles that you're trying to get away from. <laughs> yeah. And so, so you know, it, it, it's amazing that networking events work when you think about that combination, uh, the people trying to sell and people who don't want to be sold too. So. Uh, another very important thing that you talk a little bit about, too, is actually um, breaking up, I guess, for lack of a better word, that those relationships that um, maybe aren't going anywhere or that, that you want to get out of, how do you how do, you do that, especially in a professional um, relationship, without upsetting the apple cart, I guess? Well, Kelly, as you know, we're only one or two degrees away from anybody in Kansas City. That's right. Two million people, very small city. And it's interesting because you're going to run into somebody that you have in common. Word's going to get around. So part of it is just it's being respectful. It's how would you want to be treated 
in that regard. So I talk about if you're going to go into a business partnership or even a referral partnership, which is really important, if somebody's going to be making introductions for you, then have the conversation ahead of time so you know if something goes sideways or if somebody's behavior isn't quite what it is, it goes back to communication. You mm-hmm. want to have open communication, clear expectations, and frankly, live in integrity. It's really important. Sure. Uh, where's your business going? You've made so much progress over the last 10 years. I mean, a TEDx speaker, you'd probably <laughs> never thought that was going to be no, on your horizon. So, you know, you've done that. You've written two books. You're a speaker. You do all these things. What's next for you? I'm actually in the process of launching a membership site. And that's something where as much as I love to go work with clients, I was in Providence, Rhode Island a week ago, and I'll be in Omaha this week, and I'm just all over the place. I need I need additional ways that people can access me. So mm-hmm. the podcast you mentioned, yes, in layman's terms, is coming out, which is great. Love that title. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for the best last <laughs> name ever. But part of it is having a way, because I love to work one-on-one with clients. So I do have a handful of private coaching clients, which is great, but... I can only do so much with the time that I have. Right. So having a membership site where people can actually come in and they can have access via monthly webinars, it's creating a community online. That's the biggest thing. Sure. Is it takes connecting back to, because these are all people that are focusing on relationships and business relationships. And then if it can expand into a friendship, then that's fantastic. So the membership website will give me an opportunity to duplicate myself so then I can still go do keynotes and work within organizations and mm-hmm. private coaching. So that's the biggest next step. And that's a big step for it's me. A huge a, step. It's a comfort zone, but we're having a good time. Uh-huh. So, so in this membership site, what will they get access to your podcast? Your what? what? They're going to get access to webinars. Okay. So webinars a couple of times a month, content. So if somebody's reading the book, there's a lot of information that did not get into the I book. I imagine, yeah. And there's also a lot of very specific things. So business development folks are going to be able to access it, um, literally giving them the step-by-step process. There's going to be different levels within the membership site. So whether they want just the basic, I need a little bit of a refresher, I need to stay connected, or they actually want some one-on-one coaching, all of those levels are going to be in there. Now, you keep referring to this is going to be launched. For people whose ears are perking up and saying, man, I want to know when March. that's going to happen. March. We're okay. going to be rolling it out. And it's just as easy. In fact, we I literally created it this weekend. It's JoyceLayman.com forward slash launch. If you go in there and you want to stay notified of when it's going to happen, put your email in and then... That's what I was going to ask. Are there, is there a notification yes. that they can get? It will okay. let you know. And I'm very careful about if you don't want to hear from me, don't go in there if you do. I hate to, I hate to just burden people mm-hmm. with tons of emails. I don't want to do that, but I will keep you in the loop. Okay, so JoyceLayman.com forward slash launch. All right, go out and do that if you're interested in becoming a member once this site launches. And in the meantime, is there any way if they do want to get this content from you? Um, you said you don't want to inundate people, but if they're, they're listening and they really want to hear that, is there something they can sign up for to get a newsletter or or is it the same thing? Oh, no, I was about to say go into my website and on the front page there's going to be a pop-up and then that way you can get, there's actually chapter four of the book. Uh-huh. There's You can come into my Mindset Insights, Mm -hmm. which is I send out twice a month. 
right. with just a little tip. I try to make everything short and sweet, and then if you want more, then you can go in and get more. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're in the process of building out all this wonderful content. And, of course, connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. And if you are connecting with me on LinkedIn, send me a customized request or else I'm going to ask you why you want to connect with me. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Can they can they access all of that social media through your website, JoyceLayman.com? Yes. Okay, JoyceLayman.com. Go out, check it out. You can get all the resources and find out all the different ways to connect with Joyce. It's been wonderful having you on the show today. A lot of information, a lot of great uh, ideas. Thank you. It's been great. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.